The Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold Sport. Thanks to Collier's Rural and Agribusiness. Profit from the best advice. Collier'sRural.co.nz Oh, oh yep, 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 yep. That's in the gap. Could be stopped. No, it won't. That's four. That's 200. It's six of them. Fouquet Williamson, New Zealand, has a batting machine. It has a beard, and it's called Kane. There you go. Absolutely love it. Brian Waddle joining us, watching that action. Kane Williamson, his third straight test with a ton. What a performance he put on, uh, Brian. Oh, look, it's, it's almost robotic, isn't it, the way he bats, and uh, he gives a batting clinic. And, of course, supported by uh, Henry Nichols, as he was, uh, you know, they put on an outstanding partnership of over 300. But another double ton for Kane Williamson. What's that? Uh, five, six. Uh, amazing. Yeah, absolutely incredible. It's an interesting test match. So uh, let's just take a look at what could happen. Two days to go. New Zealand need to take eight more wickets. It could be interrupted by uh, weather as well. Can we do it? Oh, I think that uh, that will happen, that New Zealand will win the game. The weather is the only way of intervening. They certainly have some batsmen who can bat for a good period of time. And the two that are at the crease at the moment, of course, have done it before. Kusil Mendes and Matthews have put together a big partnership on the last tour. So uh, they have the players. But this is probably the most efficient performance and consistent performance uh, of the New Zealand side. In recent times, you look at uh, some of the other games where the bowlers really haven't been able to really get it together early on or the batting has not really uh, developed the partnerships that have been needed. Well, you know, you, you ask for a side to score 580 when they get put in. You roll the opposition for 164 and you have two of them down at stumps on the third day. You know, you've done a pretty good job in terms of what you want to see. And I think the efficiency of this performance, the quality of the batting in particular of Williamson and Nichols, yeah, there weren't too many other chances needed. But uh, everybody has done their bit and done it according to the plan, I would imagine. And uh, that's good to see from this New Zealand test. Sadly, it's come at the end of a season where they haven't had always uh, the consistency that you want from them. The the Sri Lankan bowling attack just didn't, have the same kind of impact as it did in the first test, did it? No, it didn't, and particularly in the second innings of that first test when they bowled so well on the final day. Uh, I'm disappointed on the bowling of Kumara. I thought that he was going to be probably the key weapon for them. Well, he went for uh, 164 from 25 overs. Mm. You know, he's going at nearly seven and over. And uh, Rajita too, who generates good pace, all three of their seam bowlers just didn't uh, back up from the test match in Christchurch. Left the two, the spinners, uh, none of them were going to really cut it on what was a very good pitch at the Basin Reserve as ever. And uh, New Zealand's 580 before was clearly the winning of uh, this test match. It's only the weather that's going to intervene now. Were you surprised at the declaration figure? 580 is when they decided to, uh, to declare. I thought that was a little high, was it? Oh, well, it puts pressure on the uh, the opposition batsmen. They're, they're battling the scoreboard the whole time. And uh, there was still plenty of time left in the test match. Remember, of course, that they'd lost three hours on the first day. They're making up half an hour a day. You yeah. still don't get your full quota of overs in because of the uh, slow nature that play is uh, staged these days. But I think that, you know, it's, it's a scoreboard pressure. And I guess it was uh, to allow 
Henry Nichols to get through to his double hundred because um, you know that was a nice milestone for a player who struggled a bit in recent times. Mm, we've we've waited all season for Henry Nichols to fire, haven't we? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, he's he's always been capable. He, he had eight uh, test hundreds before that, and uh, you know, just spending some time and ensuring that uh, his innings was controlled was the most important part for him, I think. But look, he still scored two hundred of two hundred and forty deliveries, so you know, it's um, it's a pretty good performance, and and may just uh, bring his. A game back to where New Zealand needs because they still need a player like Nichols in their middle order to offset the work that's always being done by Mitchell and Blundell and to back up Williamson. It's very rare that a spin bowler plays a big part for New Zealand in a test at the Basin Reserve. Michael Bracewell's three wickets were the most, apparently, in a first innings by a slow bowler from the home side since left armour. Bruce Martin took four for 130. That was about 10 years ago. Yeah, well, it's very rare that New Zealand players spin bowler. That's uh, probably the reason why those stats don't <laughs> very well stack up. But, uh, yeah, well, I mean, he is developing. It's, it's going to be a long process to make him uh, a spin bowler of uh, real quality. Uh, at the moment, I still see him as a batsman with the ability to bowl spin. And uh, the more he bowls at the test match level, the better he's going to be. And we're going to develop other spinners along the same lines if we give them opportunities. But uh, they've had too few opportunities in the recent past. So, you know, it's it's good that he's now getting those opportunities. And, of course, he's heading off to the uh, IPL as well. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there's a few bob in the pocket for him as well. And he's got to take every chance that comes his way. The race will actually putting making quite an impact on this game, really. The Cousins, aren't they? Five out of the 12 wickets by the two of them. Yeah, and it just makes you wonder what has been missing from Doug Bracewell's game. You know, here he is, he's getting into his 30s, but he's still able to deliver at test match level, and he probably hasn't played enough test match cricket. Luckily for New Zealand, they've had a seam bowling attack that probably hasn't made room for him. But, you know, there are times he probably could have been chosen ahead of some others. Two days to take uh, eight more wickets. I think we could do it, providing the weather behaves itself. Wads, nice to chat, mate. Enjoy the cricket. One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to the parenting hangover. It's not scary at all. If I bump into a couple and they have a boy and they have a girl, and I'm like, oh, boy, girl, snip. You've got a boy, you've got a girl, get the snip. You're done. You get to figure out what it's like raising a girl, you get to figure out what it's like raising a boy. Save yourself a ton of stress and money. You've got your perfect little family. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.